Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So, welcome to this space. And I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Well, hello, lovely people. Welcome. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're covered in blankets with a cup of tea or hot chocolate or something really nice. Because... I'm hoping to make your souls, hearts, go a little bit warmer with this episode. So I really wanted to talk to you about loneliness, um, loneliness, loneliness in this online space. Um, and I feel like autumn is such a good time to talk about it because I think we're much more prone to feel lonely. Um, people genuinely feel much more, I am definitely much more prone to experience some seasonal depression or low mood at, uh, at least. So I just felt it would be very appropriate to talk about it now. All right. So I've decided to divide this um, episode. Obviously, as always, it's going to be very fluid, but into four main sections. Why we get lonely, why even introverts get lonely, the risks of loneliness and some tips for you, obviously, to prevent loneliness in this online world. Okay, so I did some research, as always, and um, I came across a few articles um, and I don't know how much you personally ever, you know, make any reflections about loneliness. I, to be very perfectly honest with you, um, don't that much, okay? It's only recently that I've started thinking that, oh, I do get lonely, actually. And that being said, when I say I get lonely, it's a very, very specific loneliness because in my working environment, and I mean my house, literally, the office space that I got, that I've got, I actually share it with my husband. So we've got two desks in one little room. So we work together. So we've got each other to talk to. But you can imagine, I cannot talk to him about ELT stuff. I cannot talk to him about teaching. I cannot really talk to him about things that you know, matter in my professional world, I can share some things, but it's not the same. It's not like having a staff room and going there and exchanging experiences and, and you know, gossiping a bit after each um, lesson I've had. So definitely I get, I still get lonely online. And that's another thing. I um, always thought that I'm probably... Uh, an extroverted type of a person, a person who really needs to be surrounded by people. And when I did my research, so no matter what you actually um, 
recognized to be your personal personality type, whether you are an extrovert or an introvert, I, for some reason, thought that extroverts would be much more prone to loneliness because, you know, they just need to be surrounded by people. They need to be loud. They need things to be happening around them and so on and so forth. So introverts just don't need that. When I did my research, it what, what I came across is that it's actually quite the opposite. It's the introverts. So if you feel that you might be an introvert, um, let me know if that if that's true for you. You might not be seeking that human contact um, often, which means that it can lead to loneliness. So while I, as an extrovert, I would seek, um, you know, human contact, conversations, being surrounded by people. It doesn't tire me out. Introverts very often get a bit overwhelmed by uh, being in social situations for longer extended periods of time. Like, I've got a few friends and family members who tell me that after, um, for example, a party where there are lots of people, they have to interact a lot. They then have to literally like hibernate at home and 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 relax and rest because it was too much stimulation and social contact. So because of that whole fact that you're not seeking the human interaction, you're actually more prone to loneliness. So I stimulate myself with human interaction every day because when I need human interaction, I would just ask for it. So what it means is that I just deliver it to myself whenever I need it. Interesting, isn't it? Um, And we are obviously, no matter who we are, no matter what kind of um, personality types we are, um, we all get lonely. We all get lonely. And if you think there are some people who might experience it more than others, obviously, but there are some people who would rarely feel lonely, which is okay. We're all different. We've established that already, right? Um, so loneliness is this state of mind linked to wanting human contact, but feeling alone, People can be alone and not feel lonely, which is interesting. Or they can have contact with people and still experience feelings of isolation. That's another interesting thing because you might feel like you don't belong. So that's something for you to um, to think about. When I used to work face-to-face in my latest nine-to-five job, um, I used to feel lonely at work. I used to get much more lonely at work compared to how this this feeling of loneliness now. Interesting, isn't it? And I've started, I've I've kind of tried to uncover it a bit. And I realized that, um, again, it might be the ADHD, who knows, honestly. Um, But I've always felt like I stood out in a negative way sense. I've always felt like I didn't belong, really. I always felt just a little bit too different. So I really felt lonely. Um, So if you feel like that, even if you're surrounded by people, I think you're okay. I think you're just possibly in a wrong group of people who don't get you. And you know, in work situations, in professional situations, if you're not a business owner yet, if you're not like, you know, setting those rules by yourself, then 
it might be particularly the case because we never really choose our colleagues, the work environment. And like, you know, I, I don't blame anybody for feeling like that at work. But that's a fact. I felt lonely. Um, so now a bit about that online loneliness. Online loneliness is something that I think has become a little bit of a... Um, a little bit of a of a thing <laughs> ever since the pandemic started you know we all were forced to get used to working online some of us were forced to be um stuck at home okay with no family or friends you know people were in different situations i was lucky enough to be with my family um but other people didn't have that luxury so it felt lonely to just be, I I know a few friends, a few colleagues of mine who were who are single, live by themselves, and who just desperately wanted to go back to work, even when it was still like you know, ugh, quite not quite safe yet, because they were missing the human contact so much, so they were like prioritizing their mental feeling that that the you know the prevention or the the um like the managing of of their feeling of loneliness um over safety i would say which is so understandable and i know some people may feel like that so if you're one of them and i do as well i do feel like that sometimes that oh my god what would i do for a day in an office with people who understand me with people who i can talk to about all the topics that really light me up, about lessons, about students, just exchange experiences. And something you know how those random conversations are very often much more important than any other conversations you have in your life. So yes, I do miss that a lot. Um, and obviously, when it comes to loneliness. Um, there are some risks involved with that. So when I did my research, there are literally health risks um, connected to loneliness. Like, for example, um, developing some unhealthy habits. Some people start smoking because they feel lonely and they get stressed out. Um, I read that it can lead to some altered brain function, honestly. Because you know how when children develop, they need social interactions for their um, brains to develop optimally. Um, if we lack that as, as adults, we start losing neural connections. Like, it's, it's as simple as that. Then, apparently, it can lead to Alzheimer's disease progression. Interesting, isn't it? And you know what? Obviously, these are some extreme cases, totally extreme cases. But you know, it all does make sense. If we don't have enough human interaction, we often get into some spirals of thoughts. We often get a bit fixated on our thoughts. We overthink. We generally tend to overthink. I think that most of the society suffers with some form of anxiety. So, you know, if we're left alone, we just, we just, we, we, we tend to go even deeper into that. And again, extreme cases, but I think it can be dangerous. Um, obviously, we feel 
some people might feel overwhelmed when there when there is too much of of social interaction, a bit of um, social anxiety is is also it could be another problem. But you know, it's all about balance. So I think um, if we're experiencing loneliness, it's very important to recognize, just pause and think and recognize what's the level of human interaction that we actually need. So I've talked to some of my friends and um, and and fellow entrepreneurs, and there are some people who only need like human interactions and and like talking groups um, twice a week, and that's absolutely fine, right? There are some people who could go weeks without any, but then they start craving it a bit, and then like a little Zoom meetup or something can solve everything. So. What I would suggest is that you pause and think about what would give you the optimal level of um, the social interaction that that is just healthy and feels right for you. Because um, without that, you know, we, we cannot lie to ourselves. Because I, <laughs> obviously, and I've talked about it so many times, I tend to... Um, be very much of an all or nothing type of person, black or white. So I would either say, oh, I love this online work so much. I love it. I love that I can be independent, independent, work on my own and not care about other people. And then I forget that there is this side of me who needs people, craves people and wants to be around people. Okay. But I just... Like my brain categorizes things as this or that, nothing in between. So if you are like a little bit like that, just again, pause and think. Because nothing is ever just all or nothing or black or white. Uh, you can be an introvert, but need a bit of social contract, uh, co- um, contact. You can be an extrovert and need weeks or days without any people talking to you. That's me as well. Honestly, when I got sick, I was like... Oh, this is actually a perfect excuse for me not to do anything, not to speak to anyone. I'm not very good at it, to be honest, because uh, I just I just feel that internal need to talk to people. Um, but yeah, whatever whatever rocks your boat, whatever works for you, I think is okay. So. Um, And another thing, I wanted to share some tips and some things that I have been very helpful for me in terms of my loneliness and my feeling of how to balance it, okay? Because as I said before, everybody will need to balance it in their own way. So you, you need to find ways that will work for you. Um, I would focus on trying to develop, and we're talking about the online world, so trying to develop really good and deep connections with people, okay? So again, I've said about it many, uh, talked about it many times, but I meet people on Instagram every day. New people write to me, I write to new people, I make friends. But it doesn't mean that they are deep connections with whom I would exchange thoughts about anything, I am a very open person, but it doesn't mean that I speak about everything to anyone. Um, So I really focus on that group of people that I really get on well with. And then the kind of hunger for human connection and meaningful conversations 
is fulfilled. So I speak to people who genuinely get me. So like, how do I recognize it? For example, when I talk in my stories about something that's just come up in my in my head, like for example, I've uh, on Saturday I talked about leaving things till the last moment and how I actually enjoy it. So people who clicked on uh, my poll and said, oh, I'm the same, I genuinely know that I could potentially have a really cool, deep conversation about it with them, which is which is absolutely brilliant because this is a foundation of a really deep connection. So that's how I do it. Then another thing that you could think about um, is you might want to think um, and try and recognize that loneliness is a sign that th- something needs to change. Um, and you you wouldn't want to expect things to change overnight. Again, it's it's. I think it's all down to that all or nothing thinking. Oh, we work online, we work on our own, so we are just sort of supposed to suffer in silence because that's the choice we made. No, we didn't. We're, it's okay. It's okay to crave human contact. So recognize this as a sign that you might want to change something. Not change to the complete opposite, but change to something that works for you. Okay. And now how to change it. So recently, a person in my um, mastermind group with my business coach said that she really loves her business. She really is um, satisfied and happy with what she with what she does, but she um, she really misses working with other people, even if it's not talking to them, but just having this awareness of somebody else being in the room because she lives on her own and and she just needs that, and it's okay. And I think. It's such a human thing to admit. So what she started doing is she started going into cafes just to do her admin. So not for client work, not for like, you know, because obviously it's a bit too loud, too noisy, too busy. But if there is something that you can do in a busier environment, such as like, I don't know, invoicing, whatever, a bit of lesson planning. Obviously, again, if you need silence, you might get some earplugs, actually. <laughs> or if music helps, you can do that. But if it helps that you're surrounded by people, why not go and work in a cafe? Or another thing is, it's such a popular thing um, nowadays in the UK that they've created all those office hubs for people who actually do work online and for themselves. So even in a little, little, mini, mini, tiny town where I live in the south of Uh, of the UK, there are office hubs for people where they can provide you with accountancy services, you have your own office space, like literally a table, like hot seats, hot desks, something like that, not hot seats, sorry, Um, which is great because you go, you get that feeling because some some people really need um, to get out of the house in the morning and feel like they are actually going to work. Again, a very natural thing. It's a very natural thing. Um, so do some research. Maybe there are things like that in your area. If not, why don't you set up something like that with your friends? Maybe you have some colleagues. Maybe there are some people in your area who need something like that. Maybe you can find a space that 
isn't like crazily expensive, you can pay for it and you can just go and work there. Okay, especially in smaller towns, I think renting an office space where there are desks or things where you can literally just sit because sometimes we don't even need that much. We need a table and a chair. That's it. Um, and just uh, just uh, see if that's possible to organize. Um, then a natural step would be just joining a group or starting your own group. So there is a whole, I think it's an American app called Meetup, where people just meet and do whatever they want. Very often it's connected to their hobbies or things that they like doing or talking about. Why not organize something like that for yourself with a community of people working around you? Okay, so that's all things that can work offline. So if you feel that need to go out and do something and be surrounded with people. But um, what I also wanted to mention is that this is totally doable online as well. So my uh, membership people, <laughs> my lovely, lovely, fantastic ELTpreneurs, they have recently come up with this fabulous idea of co-working sessions. Honestly, what's if it's not brilliant, then I don't know what is. So we're going to meet every other week because, you know, we, we think that weekly might still be a little bit um, too often. And we would just sit on Zoom for two hours with our sometimes with our cameras and microphones off. If we want to ask each other some questions, brainstorm something, um see how something sounds, just, you know, bounce an idea off of someone, we can do that. But usually it's just going to be sitting in silence. Do you know what's cool about it as well? We get to be with people from completely different time zones, people who are from all over the world. Mind you, there are 14 nationalities in ELTpreneurs. Um, and we get to do that together because we all recognize that otherwise we get lonely. And also another thing is that they recognize that they are being held more accountable. So if you want to, for example, batch some content or focus on a specific project that you've got, a co-working session might be exactly what you need. And that's, that's something that you could do online. Another thing is... So that's not co-working, but um, I know we all work online, so it just might be a little bit, um, you know, tiring to be sitting in front of a computer. But what I do, which is basically killing two birds with one stone, is whenever I want to get moving a little bit, go for a walk, I would just call someone and have that little conversation and catch up with a friend over the phone while I'm walking. And while it might be such a simple thing for me it isn't because I tend to forget to contact my friends which is I know it's awful but it's the way it is so uh, in order not to get lonely while I'm walking especially because walking on my own is is another tricky thing I don't really like doing things on my own which I know I can train myself um, to start enjoying but I like the company um, so that might be another thing that you, that you that you would want to do. Or if you're working and if you don't want to 
um, look at the screen of your computer. You can call your friend and have them on your speakerphone and be doing something around your house. And just that feeling of having someone on the other side of the phone can be reassuring. Now, I know I used to do that as a teenager with my friends. We would be on the phone for like four and a half hours. And, you know, obviously our parents thought we were a bit mad. But now I think, do you know what? It's actually quite cool. (laughs) So obviously talk to people. Be surrounded with people as much as you need to. Like, for example, my husband would sometimes say that, oh, you're on your phone all the time. But to be honest, when I started thinking about it, yes, I know I need to limit my screen time and stuff like that. But very often, I just chat to people because I need that contact. I probably need it more than he does, more than other people do. But that's my way of coping with loneliness. So don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about it. If it makes you feel better, then fine, okay? And obviously, if you're feeling like it's getting a bit out of control, that it's it's something more than just loneliness, that you're experiencing an extended period of like feeling down and like nothing makes sense, because I think the line between the two is very blurry, um, then obviously seek help. Talk to friends, talk to people who you think might be good people um, to to advise you on um, on this. But you know, sometimes even a one course of um, therapy can help. Um, you don't have to be God knows how much depressed to have therapy as well. I had, you know, there are different degrees of everything, okay? And I'm not saying that everyone who feels lonely have uh, has, um, you know, problems with their mental health. Obviously, that's not the case. But if you're feeling like you could benefit from it, then go for it. There is no one that is more important in your life than you are. And you should be recognizing that. Um, you should be taking care of yourself. You should be thinking about your needs and being part of something, being part of a community, being part of a friends group, being part of a meetup, being part of a working hub is totally looking after your basic needs. We are human beings. We live in packs. We need to belong. So that's just that's just it from me today. And also, by the way, and at the very end, I just wanted to share this experience that I had. So at the beginning of this coaching business, I started working with people one-to-one, which was absolutely lovely. I love the connections that we build and I love this, um, you know, focused attention that I give to people who work with me one-to-one. But (laughs) I literally started feeling lonely. I started feeling that it's not enough. I need to have um, a group of people where I can help, serve, share, be around people. And that's how my membership literally started. It was the first thought I had. It was not, oh, let's just launch something new and make some money. No, it wasn't. It was just to build a group of people who I recognize might even feel the same way. Because it's very hard to actually find um, quality 
connections and make quality connections in the online space. You absolutely, it, it, I'm not saying it's impossible, you might want to join some Facebook groups of people who are, um, who share your interests, your hobbies or your goals, but I wanted to have something on my of my own. So if you're interested, if, if, if you wanted to actually join us because you feel the same way, it's going to be possible very, very soon. So keep your eyes peeled and ears as well. <laughs> um, because ELTpreneurs are opening um, their doors super soon. Um, and I can't wait to have and welcome more people, like-minded people inside. Okay. And that's it from me today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. It's an honor to be in your ears, as always. Um, I'm mind blown every week that there are so many people who are willing to play my voice in their ears while they're walking their dog or doing something else. I don't know what you're doing, actually, while you're listening to this. It would be interesting to find out. Um, and then that they are willing to share their experiences. And uh, honestly, I'm I'm so grateful for this, for this community. Yes, exactly. That's that's just the biggest word for me recently. Community. I love it. It's not followers. It's not fans. It's not whatever. It's a community. Um, and I love the feeling of it. So thank you so much for being part of my community. And please don't ever feel lonely. And if you do, just reach out. I'm here. We're here. Um, let's be in this together. See you next week. Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. Don't be a stranger. Say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time.